Coaches, Brian Blackburn here with the Pound the Rock podcast. want to thank our, our guest today, Coach Charles Ament from uh, Langham Creek High School near Houston. Coach, thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, thanks for having us. Well, uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, first of all, and then maybe some things that you do in your program that, uh, that are unique for off-season development. is a little bit different. Um, I think for us, it starts with our evaluation. As soon as the season ends, um, we compile uh, the needs of all of our players. So a little bit about what we do on the uh, evaluation. Um, we, we evaluate them on all things, um, you know, as far as offensive skill set, uh, offensive principles, defensive principles, Defensive skill set, intangibles um, uh, that they that they are as a coach. Then we give them three things that they are really strong at, and then three things that we feel like they need to improve. Uh, we do that each year. So if they're a freshman, in an ideal scenario, they would improve three things from their freshman year. Uh, then as a sophomore, they have their skill set plus the three things that they improved on. And then in the summer or spring of their uh, sophomore year to junior year, three more things. And then as a junior, uh, that same process again. So typically what I do is is that I look at all of the things uh, that the guys uh, collectively as a group uh, need. And then you study kind of like the trends of basketball and then kind of um, look at uh, a projected varsity list, and when you look at that, how you would play. We're, we're very fortunate um, at Langham to be at a place where there's a love for basketball. Um, we have great staff. Uh, we have great coaches. Uh, administrative, we have several coaches that are in administration, uh, so they support us uh, greatly, and uh, we're able to open the gym whenever we want. Um, all times of the uh, hours of the day as far as after school uh, there's no uh, I don't know Regul- regulations on you know other people using it or whatever yeah, yeah regulations um, and so we kind of build it from there uh, so uh, the first thing is like after the season we kind of start all over in regard to the skill set, um, stealing the stuff from like uh, I think Danny Henderson and those guys, and I, I I really don't come up with much of my own. I just I probably the best that I would say is that uh, our program is kind of like a cookbook. Uh, we find a recipe that we like and then we make it our own. And uh, so we start with uh, footwork, just the inside pivots, uh, catching the ball um, as far as the skill set goes. And then we really try to lift a bunch uh, during the season. So we'll go back through and uh, the weightlifting and the, uh, the agility part changes a little bit each year based on the needs of our guys. Uh, I'm not a guy that's uh, talking to some uh, other coaches, like in the Dallas area, like Coach Milton when he was at Cedar Hill. Uh, his workout program was like legendary uh, from a lot of people. 
uh, we don't just have like one thing. We just kind of look at like what our kids may need. Uh, sometimes that may be um, uh, explosive lists. So like this year, I feel like we were really young. We have uh, we had two sophomores and two freshmen uh, that played a bunch. So, but they got uh, moved around a little bit. So uh, in our district. Uh, and so we started uh, doing a lot of the explosive lifts, uh, some cleans, uh, squats, uh, some things like that in order to allow them to be more explosive. Um, we, the, the kids have really enjoyed doing that. Um, it's been fun at a place like Langham because we don't get the same type of kids every single year. Uh, there are years where you will watch us play and we will be short and fast. Uh, sometimes we're tall and long and uh, so that kind of lends itself to uh, kind of having to adapt to your kids um, and, and so I wouldn't say that I'm uh, a coach that does one thing specifically every year but try to adapt to what our kids need specifically and how we're going to play uh, next year we'll try to play like really fast so and shoot a bunch of threes so this year, uh, we started uh, an after-school shooting program, uh, and it kind of leads into some of the things that we have to deal with at the high school level uh, in the city of Houston. Um, when I ask our kids at the end of the season, um, how many kids are playing AAU uh, or summer ball or grassroots or whatever you want to call it, um, every single kid in our program that's in our projected JV and varsity period, every single one of them is part of the team. And uh, so that creates some uh, challenges, uh, but I also think that uh, for us in the city of Houston, uh, in a major metroplex, um, I, don't, I don't think that there's many ways around it. I think it's good. I have the mindset that I would like them to play as much as possible. Uh, but we also have a few kids, like we have one kid that is uh, in track, uh, he's in high jump. Um, and we have another kid that was a long jumper. And so like you, and then a couple of the kids will go play football as well. So when you look at all of those different things, you gotta be pretty versatile. And I think that that's a fun component of trying to figure those pieces out because those pieces are not ever the same for us at Langham Creek every year. Uh, so, uh, the, the very basic things that we're working on right now are shooting as much as possible because when you ask our kids, like, how much they're practicing, uh, I would say about a 40% of our kids, um, they're going to be JV or varsity practice two, uh, two times a week. Uh, we actually have a couple of kids that practice three times a week. Wow. And then that doesn't that that doesn't include uh, their playing on the weekends. And then we have a handful of kids that that uh, are trying to find teams, and sometimes they they end up like not uh, sticking with the team. So when you look at like what their bodies are being put through, uh, our our biggest development is uh, stretching and mobility, uh, trying to educate our kids. Uh, because I, I'm actually on my way to work a uh, the Great American Shootout uh, AAU 
team or uh, event in Dallas. Uh, you go watch that, and uh, part of the rule of the of the, that organization is that they're guaranteed like three to five minutes of warm up. Uh, that's not a whole lot <laughs> when you watch the kid when you watch the kids prior to. Uh, very few are going through their mobility and movement stretches. Uh, and then when you watch them after they're done, they'll go sit in the stand or, you know, go to the next venue or so they're, they're not, um, they're not, uh, the mobility component of that. And just the way that it is, it's not the kid's fault, but it's just a lot tougher. So you try to educate your kids that are in your program, like, listen, you know, you need, even if your coach doesn't ask you to stretch ahead of time, uh, go through your mobility that we teach you, your movement stretches, just on your own somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then if they don't do it afterwards, um, then then again, just go through your your uh, your dynamic stretching, you know, afterwards and uh, partner stretching. Just find somebody on the team. So part of that is educating the kids about that. Uh, I think that's a big deal, um, especially if the kids will. Uh, like in Houston, if they play, like uh, if they're from our community, uh, most of the venues that they play in uh, take about 30 to 45 minutes to get there. So they'll get they'll play and then uh, go sit in the car and ride home for 30 or 40 minutes and then get out of the car. And if you've ever done that, I, I, I'm not super active, but I do <laughs> run and, you know, and, and, and like most coaches, try to be active a little bit and if you do that yourself man you, you understand even as a coach the wear and tear that it takes on you and as a player just thinking back to that it, it, it just so when they come to us on Monday and they're like coach my lower back hurts or coach my, my hamstrings are tight so I think the biggest thing for us is that we have to educate our kids in that part of it um, explain to them like hey look if you're you're tight because uh, you didn't stretch adequately. You know, how much water are you getting? Some of those things. Uh, and try to get them to take ownership of that part of it. Uh, that's a big deal. Like in the probably the major cities, I would guess San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston, you know, and, and some of the maybe the other towns uh, that I'm, I'm not as familiar with. But if your kids are playing that much, um, really for us, like, why would you play a whole bunch in the spring uh, during the period? So that's kind of developed my philosophy of what we do in the spring as it relates to uh, the footwork, the fundamentals, uh, and then taking some of those concepts that have been taught of, like, can you teach it to other kids in your program? Uh, so if, if, I, if I'm playing and, I, and you and I are teammates, while I'm going through the drill, can I also teach you how to do it? Um, and then they're able to view it as a coach uh, and able to see the things um, differently. And uh, with the technology the way it is, a lot of the kids and a lot of the families uh, will film their games so that they can look at it themselves. Um, and, and, I, and I think you have that of like, uh, you ask them to go back and look at like, hey, what are your footwork? What was your footwork like? How was it? And some of those things where they can take ownership in their own skill development is one of the biggest things because uh, there's so many articles written on 
kids are just being told what to do all the time, and we don't see them playing um, in an environment where they just go to a park and you got to figure out rules and you got to figure out who's next and all of that stuff. So that's kind of like where we are. And then the component of a lot of times what we've done in the past is had open gym. But when you start asking the kids like what you need and uh, as a coach in the city, there are always so many people of like, coach, can we get into the gym? Can we, can we let our team in our district is not, it's not really conducive to doing that. Yeah. Uh, but the but the kids just want to get up shots. Yeah. Uh, because they they understand the component of like shooting in the game. So what we did is we adapted it a little bit. Uh, Danny Russell at uh, Katie High School uh, has like a little shooting program, and I think there are some other coaches. Uh, Brandon Gilbert at Colleen Shoemaker uh, has has some that we've kind of like talk to them and we we create a little deal after school where we open the gym and we give them the ability to come in and shoot and we give them a shooting program um we give them a shooting program of like hey you can follow this uh we we track it we don't hold it against them in any way but we do track uh and we celebrate the kids that have made a bunch of shots uh, one week we may have a competition uh, where the guys um, pick their teams and we see how many, uh, how, who can make the most shots, and we just celebrate it. We don't hold it against the kids. Um, the kids also have uh, jobs. Uh, they're trying to earn spending money. Uh, and the biggest thing that we ask them to do is, is communicate just like where they are and, and those type of things. And so what we do is we ask the kids, that are like, hey, if you practice three times a week, uh, how many days, what's a realistic uh, amount of days that you should be in here? And they're like, two, coach. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, try to get in here two days a week. And like, uh, They're like, yeah, we'll ask them, like, does anybody not have practice this week? And they'll say, yeah, we don't have practice. So I'm like, well, how many times can you get in? And sometimes the kids uh, need to go to tutorials. Sometimes they need. But I think that you got to figure out. That's where everybody talks about relationships. But the details of figuring out, like, what what you may need. Uh, because you may have, uh, we have several kids that are in AP classes and honors classes and all of those things. And uh, I have a daughter that's a sophomore in high school. So I listen to her, and she tells me, like, man, I'm stressed about this test. And, uh, and, and you relate it to those kids in your program, and you just listen to them. And uh, I think if you pick the right kids in your program and you allow them to take ownership of it and help them through it, uh, I think that that's kind of like where we try to get to in our program uh, so that we're facilitators of it. Uh, we will ask them when they go through the shooting program, uh, is it too long? Is it too short? Do we need to change it? Uh, do we need to, what do you want to see? So we want them to be able to come up with uh, whatever it is. Do they want to do it as a partner? Do they want to do it as a single ball spill, uh, spin drill? Uh, you tell us and help us, help us, like, uh, help you because we have the facilities available and we just want people in the gym. And what we what we really tell them is that uh, we want them 
to go off to other places and go play. If you play a point guard for us and you want to go play the off guard for your AU team, you know what? They need to grow in that way. Uh, sometimes we have the kids that come to us with a skill set in, uh, in the post and they want to grow their skill set to the perimeter. Well, find an AAU team that allows you to do that. And and let's like grow you as a player because I think that that's the trend from the NBA all the way down is just positionless basketball where everybody can pass, shoot, and dribble. And figuring out what each phase of that kid, you know, that he's played point guard his whole life, can he come off of off-ball screens? Uh, he may be terrific at ball screen, but he can't come off of off-ball screen because he, he hasn't been really put in that position. Because when you watch the development of a basketball kid, if that kid can dribble in fourth and fifth grade, well, you know what? He's a point guard from that point on. And those guys that can't, they're, they're off the ball. So yeah. our job is that goes back to the evaluation of, okay, this is what you do really well. Let's try to grow the things that you don't do really well. 